Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Love Never Dies by Phyllis Castelli Grace was more like an angel of compassion than an actual dog, whispered Maria, sipping her coffee. A piece of my heart is gone. I nodded silently, comforted by the sympathy. I am not new to grief and will someday heal, but the bruises from this sudden death will be tender for a long time. When Gracie died, the days that followed were faded and bleak, as if light and color were bereft without her. My heart echoed singer Fiona Apple's words, My dog has stopped being a dog and is now part of everything. She is in the wind and in the soil and the snow and in me, wherever I go. I wrapped that insight around myself like a snuggly sweater. My sweet girl will always be with me, deep in the marrow of my being. A beautiful black Labrador retriever, Gracie joyfully wallowed in life as a delightful gift. She loved all things doggy, dirt, the zoomies, yellow tennis balls, and squeaky duck toys. A naughty foodaholic, she raided the kitchen trash can and gobbled up random stuff from the yard. Gracie frequently went with me to church and happily played a role in the children's sermons. She greeted friends in the pews, listened to the preacher, and watched the congregation with her peaceful, steady gaze, perhaps wondering why we bumbling humans struggle so hard to find our way. Gracie knew that love was the answer to every question and had unwavering faith in the goodness of creation. Shortly after Gracie's eighth birthday, I found on her a large mast cell tumor that required removal. The extensive surgery was successful with an excellent prognosis. Life returned to normal, happy, and playful. Then, like suddenly landing in an upside-down universe, my dog could not breathe. We rushed to the veterinary specialty hospital an hour away, The doctors there found a new, fast-growing tumor bleeding into Gracie's chest, hurrying to take her life by stealing her breath. They gave her mere hours to live. She was panting but calm and untroubled. Devastated and running out of time, I made arrangements to take the next heartbreaking step with our beloved veterinarian, Dr. Bridget Waters. My younger dog, Oliver, was with us. He needed to know for himself that Sissy was gone. Dr. Waters mercifully euthanized my sweet girl, ensuring she would not die terrified and gasping for breath. I held Gracie close, loved and talked to her until, like a whisper in the wind, she was gone. For a moment I sat in stunned silence, followed by the blank static of the drive home, I unlocked the door. Oliver and I went inside. Grief poured over us like a river. 
like the very earth was weeping. Gracie lived and died, surrounded by love and joy. She never knew how sick she was, and thus was not afraid. Death was but one part of her journey, a devastating but expected end to a whole life. Grief has moved into our house and will be there for a while. Grief is not something we carry around voluntarily, like glasses or car keys. We sort of move along with grief, keeping pace on some days and running ahead on others, but it never becomes an easy companion. Oliver and I learned a different way to be in the world, working around the abyss of Gracie's absence. I took him with me everywhere. Life was okay, but nothing was fun. He could not play, and our world seemed permanently stifling and stagnant. I longed to feel Gracie's fur and have her within arm's reach. I needed to see her attentive face and missed the soft snuffle of her sleeping on my pillow. Without a big sister for the first time, Oliver grew listless. Gracie had been full of mischief and playful energy, the bringer of joy. We were sad, empty. Today, a mix of midday sun and shadows drifts across our yard. Oliver sits tall in a deck chair, tail wagging. In his mouth is a colorful caterpillar toy held high. At his feet, bright toys and squeaky balls are strewn helter-skelter, and a barking, dancing Labrador puppy is leaping full throttle to recapture her favorite toy. Oliver has fallen in love with little Kara, who is feisty, exuberant, and holy herself. When we commit to caring for an animal biologically destined to die before we do, we invite inevitable pain into our lives. However, there is boundless joy in choosing love anyway, along with a conscious appreciation of every messy, irrepressible moment. Grief will always have a place at the bountiful table of life. So I also take my seat, lay my napkin in my lap, and have another helping when I have to, because I know that love never dies. Copyright 2023, Phyllis Costelli. Phyllis Costelli returned home to Henderson, North Carolina after retiring from her music career. She spends time with her lifetime special interests, writing, music, photography, a pollinator garden, and black Labrador retrievers. Phyllis loves to create projects that knit together the beauty of those favorites. Phyllis's poems and essays have appeared in Quill Keepers Press, the Avocet, Scarlet Leaf Review, and Tar River Poets, among others. As a child poet, she published Gentle, I Think, a book of poems with pen and ink illustrations. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. 
That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.